Hello and welcome to episode 1.5, a bonus podcast episode, an impromptu situation that I wasn't planning on putting out. This is IMX, IM Explode, the handler. And first of all, I want to say that this podcast is made with the intention of being produced and put out once a month. I should have some sort of interview on each one of the episodes. It's kind of like the last episode that you uh, may have heard. And you can kind of expect that recipe moving forward. I'll talk a little bit about my career moving forward in the middle of those kind of episodes. But today I want to talk about something a little different. This is just a little bonus episode, nothing big. So we'll give it a 0.5. There's a situation that pops up in eVetting quite a bit that I think is worth talking about. Um, Today, a couple of friends of mine were talking on Discord, you know, chopping it up. And we're talking about one of the most annoying things in eFetting right now and and the honest god truth is not only is it annoying but it's one of the most debated situations in all the eFetting um i know you know what i'm talking about some of you are probably already mouthing it out uh the worst thing in my opinion most annoying situation in eFetting not just as a writer but as a staff member deadlines so you can't have eFetting if you don't have deadlines and and sadly, that's the case. I mean, you got to get it up sooner or later, right? I mean, and I know some women, somebody's going to say that's what she said. <laughs> Go ahead and make a joke. But for reals, um, you got to have deadlines. You got to get those things up so that the competition can take place. You got a show to put on, right? Show must go on. Deadlines. People always wait until the last second to post. I got to be honest with you. It freaking annoys me. Um, everybody gets annoyed by it and everybody does it. So it's, it's almost comical. It's humorous and it's, it's just the nature of the game. So I've talked to many EFED heads about this. I, as an EFED head myself have dealt with this. Um, deadlines are up for a reason. You can't get mad at somebody for waiting to the last second to post as a writer, as a competitor, Hell yeah, you can get mad at them. <laughs> but as a, a staff member or a fed head, you put the deadlines up for a reason. You're saying when the minute you put it up, the minute you put a time up that this RP needs to be up by, you have given them permission to wait until the last second to post it. And that's just for the facts. You can give them incentive. Maybe in your judging or grading system, you give them a little bonus point for getting it up earlier, being the first to post, which by the way, I am in full support of. I do think there should be sort of judging system and one of the judging system points should go towards who got it up first. That is gonna motivate somebody to not wait to the last second. Let me tell you, the RPs that go up first, the RPs that don't wait to the last day to do it, there are benefits to that. I'm gonna go in detail if you'll let me indulge me in this. Um, if you post it early, more people will read it, number one. You're getting your word, you're getting your character story out there to more people than putting yourself in the bunch at the last second that bombard the forums and post their RP. People are reading yours, they're, they're bored, or they're looking for motivation to write their own, but they just have nothing to do. And so they, they check out people's RPs are posted early you get your character more broadcasted which at the end of the day is what you want i know you're thinking oh man i want to win a championship but it isn't it isn't about that it's about getting your character out there earning the respect of your peers so putting it up first 
is one important way to do that. Even more so, the judges. You want them to read your RP. You want them to focus on your RP. You want them to have time to really pay attention to what you're putting on that screen. You put your stuff up at the last minute, they're having to read all that crap in one day. I've been there. They gotta read all these RPs, which sometimes are like three to 5,000 words. At one point, they're shutting down. They're not paying attention to your character at all. And all that hard work you think you're putting into it, all that juice you're adding, it's going nowhere. They no longer care about that when they get about halfway through. I mean, there are some judges that, for you know, give them respect, they somehow pull it out. But I mean, I just, I can't tell you, there's many of them out there. So do yourself a favor, stand out from the pack. And I don't mean stand out like in your writing. I mean, stand out by just post your RP, man. You're not going to get an edge by posting last. You think you are. You think you're giving your opponent food to go on. But as a, from a judge point of view, you could tell when someone spends their whole RP responding to the other person. I mean, it, it just doesn't have that panache that the, the RP that goes up first does. Try it. Just try it. Choose a match that doesn't matter. Post your RP early. See how you feel. See how you feel getting it off your shoulders. How you don't have to think about it no more. It's up. It's done. Now you can read other people's that come up. Now you can join the fan section and read other people's RPs. Now you have time to read other matches' RPs and learn about other characters. And that experience is going to play into your RP later when you face them. Now you're going to be familiar with the characters that you will eventually step into the ring with. So deadlines. Waiting in the last second. Not a good look. But even worse than that is when a person loses and then they throw a temper tantrum. Handling a loss. Part two, handling a loss. Handling a loss is important. It's more important than writing your RP. If you can handle a loss, you shouldn't be playing the game. Go play your video games. Go jump on the Xbox or something and set the settings so you can't lose. Because this is a real game, man. This is a, There's got to be a winner. And you're not going to win every time. I didn't win every time. Yeah, if I add up all my wins and losses, I have about a 90% win percentage in the EWC. But that ain't the, the correct numbers elsewhere. I've been in a few feds and I've had some stinkers, man. And be, Especially early on. I lost a lot of matches, dude. And it happens to everybody. You're not you're not shitty just because you lost. It just means you took a loss. It means the other person who was better than you on that day, and you'll probably be better than them the next time. You just have to use those losses that you take as motivation. Don't let it bring you down. You know, there are players out there who, when they lose, they throw a huge tamper tantrum, and they immediately get on their, their little soapbox and start messaging the judges. Why did I lose? Why did I lose? Come on, man. Don't do that. That's a bad look. Don't do that. As a judge, if you ever would have messaged me wondering why you lost, I would have responded with, because I didn't like your RP as much as the other one. The end. But, you know, there are some feds that are cool, a little more professional, and they'll break it down why they chose the other person over you. And props to them, man. Mad props. You're just lucky you don't have a person like me around to tell you, quit crying. You lost. Try harder next time. From the beginning of time, like with the, in terms of like competitions, all the way to like video games in the early days of the Atari. I mean, that was like one of the most well-known messages, man. It was, thanks for playing, you died. Or thanks for playing, you lost. Like, who doesn't know those that line at the end of the video games back then? 
and it still carries on into games today. And that includes e-fetting. At some point, you're going to get that message, thanks for playing. You lost. Learn to handle it, because learning to handle a loss is just as important as handling a win. And nobody wants to play with an asshole. Nobody really wants to step up and play with somebody who's just going to throw a huge freaking fit if they lose. And don't do the crybaby routine. Don't sit there and go on and on that you suck. It's like self-destruction every time you lose. Come on, man. Take your diaper off. Just It's just a game. And if it's that crazy for you, if it's that emotional for you, if you can't detach yourself once you post that RP, stop playing the game. And then you go to chapter three of today's session. Handling a win, which is a topic in itself. Handling a loss is important, but handling a win is even more important. Don't think as you won your match today, you have a right to start calling yourself like the, the next big thing. I mean, it just meant that the judges liked your RP today better than the other guys. Be gra- grateful for that. Show your, your gratefulness by putting out a promo at the next show. Show them that you are going to take that victory, that pat on the back, and you're going to raise the standard. Put out a promo. Uh, maybe make a banner for somebody. Become a spokesperson for the Fed. Get it out there on Twitter, on anything, any kind of social media that you can talk about your Fed. Get it, get that name out there. Show the Fed that for them, for every bit that they're investing in you, you should invest in the Fed. So we've talked about handling a win. We've talked about handling a loss. But we need to talk about how to use a loss as in grief, grieving your loss. How you could use that to your benefit. So grieving is great. I'll be honest with you. The best RPs are written when you're pissed off or you're sad about a loss. I mean, really, if you win every single match, your RPs start to become straight up like box cereal. It's the same crap, same cornflakes every morning. But you take a loss, whether you like to admit it or not, you've got content now. So use it to your advantage. Grieving's important. Anger's important. Use it. Enhance your RP with it. Focus your RP on that loss. Show them that it's kind of like a, you're, you're, you're telling them the growth that your character is having. If your character is a soldier or a warrior, a, a never give up tough guy, you know, then why are you crying about a loss? Wouldn't he take that loss and just get right back out there and back to battle again? I mean, prove it. The only way you can really prove yourself in this hobby is how you handle a loss. And there ain't no better food to getting a win than a loss. So use it. Use that grief in your RP. And there is, you know, sadly, we get to the last part of this little bonus feature. There is a point when you realize that you have won, you have lost, or maybe you've lost a lot, hardly won. You've done the grieving. It just doesn't matter. It's, it's going nowhere. You're not into this character. Or maybe you've been doing it too long. Maybe you're out of ideas. Maybe the Fed you're in just isn't doing it for you. Any number of reasons. When is it time to start a new character? Or start over on another E-Fed? I'll tell you when. When you've taken a week or so to think about it. So, you if you're really getting tired and burned out on your character, that's okay. We've all been through it. it it's totally normal. Take a break. Give yourself a mandatory month off. So when you come, you see, after a month, sometimes you start getting those creative juices going. Maybe, maybe go back and look at the things that's you know motivated you to even start that character in the first place. 
Sometimes it's easy as changing your poser. Or do something simple. Change your theme song. Change your finisher. Change something small. But keep the character. Try it. Wait a month. See what happens. If after a month's time you still feel like you have nowhere to go with that character, maybe start a new one. Always go this route first. Don't blame the fed for your failure. Don't think that you should have won all these matches and now you're going to leave. You're not punishing the fed, man. You're punishing yourself. And you're going to feel like you never really achieved what you were out to achieve in the first place. So don't give up. Get back in there. Start a new character. And achieve those things that you were looking for. Maybe even use your old character with the new character somehow. It could be his manager, relative. There's a number of ways you can do it. Get creative. Because that's the name of the game. But if this ain't working out, if the Fed and you are just... You're not gelling with the Fed. Maybe your style doesn't mix well with the Fed. Maybe your character is already being done over there in another way. It just isn't working out. Don't force it. Go to another Fed. You can always come back at a later time. And and just don't make drama. You know, go to another Fed. Start over. The Don't burn your bridges. There aren't many E-Feds out there. You know, there, there's not a lot of them left. So don't burn your bridges with the ones that are still around and able for you to you know have fun with go try a new fed take a break from that to get a whole new community get a fresh out look sometimes you see that those things you were complaining about actually were you when other feds are responding in the same manner or like in my past you'll find that maybe the new fed is a new fresh momentum for you to really raise your game and start over there was a time would explode that I had done it all, seen it all, been it all, you know, and uh, I just didn't think I had anything left to give. And then I was approached by President Mac, who, by the way, will be the next person I interview on episode two. He'll be my special guest. So look for that. But as I was going to say, he approached me with the notion of joining the EWC and I just wasn't really into it because I, you know, like I said, I did it all, been there, done that, got the t-shirt and then, you know, repainted it and sent it back again. And uh, he kind of just, coerced me a little bit to get me in there and try again and it was the best decision I ever made you know I got into his, his e-fed he didn't make nothing easy I mean to be honest with you he put me through the ringer nothing came was handed to me you know I had to earn my keep I and and I did you know every week I was fighting like it was the world championship you know but that's kind of my style but even if it wasn't my style it had to be because that's how the level of talent was but when I look back it gave me motivation and inspired me to start over not pick up where i left off but start over with that character and I, that's where i'm going to end this show today uh when you go into an e-fed a lot of y'all like to get your application and write down how you have like 200 world championships of some e-feds we never heard of well guess what we know they ain't real <laughs> we know what events are out there all of us have done our fishing around just like you have some of us have done even more some of us do it still just to see what's out there we know what feds are real and what are not so you making up crap ain't impressing it but if anything it makes us look at you less than serious do yourself a favor when you come into a new efed any efed don't shit in their yard okay come in you're a new character I don't care if you've won a title everywhere. And that went for me too. When I came into EWC, I won a world championship in every Fed I was part of. But when I came into EWC, I didn't use that. I started new. I played the role of a rookie. And every one of my RPs, I I basically spoke as if I was young and not a lot of um, experience. 
you know, of course I mentioned what little things got me to this point where I was in the pros, but I didn't go and start raising, you know, former championships and say I'm a former champion. If you if you haven't won a, the world championship in the Fed that you're in, you are not a world champion or former world champion. I don't care if you agree with me or not. This is straight up real. This is explode talk right here. You cannot join a Fed and call yourself the world champion until you have won their world championship. I don't care what your damn past records are. And I really it really kills me when uh, Fed heads make an application and ask what your previous achievements are because I don't think anybody really gives a shit what your past achievements are. They just want to know how long you've been doing it. Maybe what's your real name. Tell us a little about your character. Give us your experience that you've got. And that's kind of it. So, yeah, man. Start a new character. Even if it's your old character. When you start a new Fed, come in new. Remember, because you are new. So you might as well accept it and use that to your advantage. And in a way, you can look at it like a time machine. You're getting to go back in time and fix things that you could have done differently. Maybe you started your character a certain way last time and over time it shifted into what it ended up being and you really wish you could have started exactly like you finished. You know, like maybe it could have been a cohesive storyline. You're getting that opportunity now. So use it to your advantage. It's a gift. And not many people get a restart button, but in the world of e-fetting, you do. Unless, of course, you uh, can't make deadlines or you don't handle losses correctly. Then it don't really matter what your character is. It becomes out of character and your reputation ruins any character you create. Keep that in mind. This is the X-Man. Explode. You're listening to IMX, episode 1.5. Take care of yourselves out there. It's a crazy world. All right? I'll talk to you soon. Tune in for episode two next month where I have President Mac from the EWC on there. And we're going to talk about everything. Him and I go way back. So uh, expect a really good show. We're just going to chop it up for you. Till then, take care.